Hello everyone and welcome to the fifth episode of Product Value, the podcast where hustlers, product managers can hear our experience as we walk the road of product management. Today, me and David Cunha will be discussing the trending topic of ChatGPT and its applications on a day-to-day basis as a product manager. David, tell me more about it. How have you been using ChatGPT? Yeah, Nun, so ChatGPT has taken the world by storm during the last month. It seems that it was a long time, but it only came out last November, December. And ChatGPT, basically, it's enabling users to have a conversation with machines that seems like a human conversation, more human than ever before. Many things have been said about ChatGPT and how it works, and I don't believe uh, we need to repeat ourselves regarding this. And that's why I totally agree when I see that chart. I saw that chart the other day on LinkedIn when they were showing that this is like the amount of people talking about AI. This is the amount of people really working into AI to be disrupted. So it's very small, small number. It seems that from 2021, 2022, everybody was on blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and everybody is now joining the bandwagon of AI. Nevertheless, in this case, I believe there is like huge fundamentals that can be disrupted now. And everything started like with a very altruistic movement. As you recall, for example, Bitcoin 15 years ago started as something that they wanted to change the financial system to reduce the, the amount of fraudulent interactions, fraudulent initiatives, because we're living at that time the big depression. Nevertheless, in the end, there's a lot of negative human traits that are coming in right now to the surface like greed, quick profit, impatience, lack of due diligence, overconfidence. And AI is also going through that curve. I hope that huge and interesting projects can help the humanity to really advance and not only get into AI just to see how they can make a quick buck in the short term. Nevertheless, I have a very optimistic view about this because as professionals, we uh, will be assisted for sure with intelligent tools that AI is providing to you. Tools that can enhance our decision-making, tools that can automate, automate, automate a lot of things. So we can focus on more important stuff. And if we have more time to focus on the more important stuff, because AI and algorithms are taking care of other things, we can create new opportunities, we can create new businesses, we can be more productive. As I was telling some friends last week, I believe this will be a breakthrough when I wake up on the morning, Monday morning, I get a draft of my presentation that I have the next following day because the algorithm knows my calendar, knows who's going to be present in that call. They know the kind of PowerPoint deck that I enjoy, the tone of voice, the possible questions that the audience may have. And chara, I have a draft to review on Monday so I can prepare my pitch for the next day. And I believe AI can help us doing this because right now, probably I'll have to uh, invest a couple of hours or days just working on this. I'll have to research on my own to, to see what could fit for the story. But here, if I have an assistant working for me. So in the future, what I see is that when you're starting a job in a new company, more than just the company hiring you as a professional, they are hiring you plus the trained bots and tools that are coming with you that are trained over the years with specific skills. They are trained with the problems, with the questions you asked. So it's like you are bringing a team 
not only you as a professional, you're bringing you plus a team of intelligent tools that can help you. It's just an idea, but I really see a huge impact in how we can work and how we can really focus on more important things. Okay, that is a, a nice perspective. On my case, as you might know, usually I like to start with a story, but this is so recent that I still yet don't have a story. I'm still writing it at the moment. And uh, so far for me, ChatGPT has been a great assistant. Uh, I remember the first time I tried it, I tried with a little bit of code first. Like I asked him to develop a few lines of code for me. And I was quite impressed by how good that code was and how fast he could write it. And I got to say, uh, at that time, I, I was also a little bit scared. Like, is this going proportions that we cannot even control? Where is this AI thing going? And that got me curious on trying to understand how does it work behind the scenes? So I, I did a little digging and uh, I was quite impressed by how simple actually AI and training AIs work. And uh, for those who don't know, basically, let's say that you will have a, a computer or, or a piece of software that is written, that then you can put in some data sets, you can put in some information, you can tell uh, that computer what that information is and what things sh it should look into and then you will learn from it. After you will learn from it, if you ask questions regarding anything else that was involved in the data set, it will answer it for you. And an example would say, if you upload 100 pictures of cats to an AI telling that this is a cat, if later on you upload 100 more pictures of different cats, it will know that were cats because you taught him what are cats. And ChatGPT is this idea like on steroids because it's scrapping information all over the internet for a lot of years. That for me was is like something amazing because suddenly, and this is how I'm using it at the moment, I'm normally a very curious person and I, I, I like to know a lot about of topics. And usually I would go to the internet and some websites that I know to research on information. And right now I can just jump in straight into ChatGPT. I will ask him a few questions. This will kickstart me and give me a great advance on information on something that I'm researching. And then with that information, I can then go deep dive in certain areas that I have more interest or when I have made a first check on the materials and that then now I can be more precise on exactly what I want just because that information was available to me so fast because ChatGPT provided that to me. Otherwise, normally I would take maybe one week or two just to moving around the internet, researching, trying to understand what the topic was really about, uh, seeing if the source was uh, good or not, comparing it with other sources. And right now with ChatGPT, I could do this in like one afternoon. And that's amazing. And more amazing than that, and this is for me really breakthrough is, I leave the prompts with ChatGPT open. I still continue to talk with him regarding this matter. And as I learn more information, I will input it and discuss it with it. So later on, when I need to use it, that conversation will have the entire history of the thing that I was learning and of the thing that I was trying to achieve. And he knows exactly what I'm talking about. So when I ask him a question, he knows how to answer based on that conversation that we have. And this for me has been a really fun ride because it helps me a lot with trying different techniques, with uh, crafting emails, for example. 
with uh, writing uh, uh, better requirements for for my for my products uh, in doing better uh, questions on product discovery all because i have these open conversations with him regarding my findings and my research on all of these topics and so far for me that's how far i have been with chatgpt but when you look out there there are so many more other things there yeah. are people using chatgpt with uh, as a personal assistant instead of having an in-person personal assistant chatgpt is doing this for them there are people doing uh, entire code bases uh, based on chatgpt there are even I even saw on LinkedIn one guy that is launching a business purely made by AI. Mm -hmm. And the business started by him asking ChatGPT what would be the best business that he could do using the tools available. And this, this is like amazing stuff for people out there worried that this could take their jobs or replace them in somehow. Well, probably in some jobs, this will be true. Something that would be very input-output based probably AI could come and take your job. But at the same time, it will give you time and space for you to focus on other things and leave those practical stuff that normally they are very error prone and you need to be very uh, specific and detailed so you won't miss anything of LNSIM to a machine that will do it very easily, very quickly and without any mistakes. Yeah. They're still discussing the addition of chat GPT plugins. But I believe we are, and a lot of been said about this, we are in that phase where Apple launched the App Store, where people are building apps for the, the iPhone, right? Because as you have plugins that people and companies can build, I can, for example, I have a vacation that I want to plan in a couple of months. I can inject a lot of constraints and criteria, and jada, I have then uh, a plan for it, or a couple of plans, or a couple of ideas. I have a, like a, an assistant for my my travel, something like this. There is a lot of jobs in the sense of tasks that will disappear because they are not needed. But as hundred years ago or seventy years ago or whatever, there is a lot of tasks that were done that time that we are not doing right now because machines helped us focusing on more important things. So that's very exciting what we're living. A bit fast, in, in my opinion. Things are getting there a bit faster than I expected. But like they usually say, uh, sometimes you have 15, 20 years of disruption happening uh, in a one year or a couple of months. And sometimes you live during 15, 20 years and nothing is happening, like very incremental innovation happening at that time. That's how it works. Jumping into the examples, yeah, the examples are probably what people are looking for. So basically, when I started with ChatGPT in November, I, the first thing that I asked there was, since I'm working on the health industry, was oh, let me tell me more about the future of my industry. And I was quite impressed with the first answer. I mean, I could Google it for sure. I could find a lot of consulting firms telling me reports, McKinsey, Deloitte telling me this is a revenue, the growth percentage for the next 10 years. This is what's going to happen during the next years. But I wanted to, to understand what the tool was selling to me. Like, yes, we are using wearables. We are using more and more assistant of health that help us tailoring based on our behaviors, our lifestyle, not something that is oriented to the disease, but oriented to the patient and to what you're looking for. I didn't need to look into tons of websites or cross-check reference. Just look into their answer and I got to this. Besides that, 
I started to use for different goals, small market research trends, small questions. I used for reviewing PRDs, product requirement documents, very simple things. I always take into account the privacy and the IP because companies, people are, are prompting on ChatGPT critical information like. And I believe we should think twice before we just click enter on ChatGPT because if I'm sharing internal information from the company just to get me some feedback about something, I could be sharing with OpenAI in this case, the company behind the tool. I could be sharing a lot of information about what's going on on my company and that's not what I want. So what I usually do is I tweak a little bit the context and the prompt so I remove most of the information that is private and I just focus on the use cases that it's not sensitive. Last week I used for preparing for a meeting. It was quite nice. I, I knew I had to join a meeting in one hour. I didn't have anything prepared. I just had a deck. So I took some pieces of the deck. I tried to find a pitch around that. Again, always look into the privacy and IP because I, I didn't want to share sensitive topics. And in the end, I had a couple of lines for each slide. Something that you mentioned that I also do is like trying to get topics in simple terms. Teach me X for a beginner. Also, I use for enhancing my, since I'm not native, I use for enhancing my written English too. Sometimes it changes the vocabulary, synonyms, stuff like this. If you can tweak the prompt to say, oh, this is what I want to say, and the audience is investors or is founders, or they are engineers, or they are marketeers. ChatGPT takes that into account. It tweaks a little bit to comply with the audience. One thing I used also is to create analogies. For example, last week, we're talking about the, the calendar on our episode. And I was, I was lacking ideas about what could be a, a good analogy to explain how I can block my time on my calendar. And ChatGPT told me that probably you could use this analogy of thinking the calendar as a puzzle of pieces that you join together, and then you have your day completed. And I use this. I used this on our podcast last time because I, I was lacking some creativity in finding an analogy for this. I asked the tool, gave me a, an example, a couple of them. I enjoyed that one a little bit more, and I use it. Also, a good use case that probably almost everybody knows is to create copy or just copy or enhance copy that you can use on the product on documents. Very nice. Getting also opposing views of an idea, like this is my idea, this is my, my perspective. Tell me why this doesn't fit X. Tell me why this is not beneficial. And the tool give you like, it's like a debate, gives you another perspective. The last example that I tested recently was, was the following. I had to prepare for a couple of user interviews. So I defined questions, but I wanted to cross-check them with the mom test. For those who are not familiar with it, the idea behind the mom test is that we as product people, we are experts in solutions and users are like experts in their problems. And we have to somewhere find something that fits in the middle. So every question that we ask in this kind of interviews, discovery, must be focused on the past, like current experience, their pains, their problems, their thoughts, their behaviors, and not like subjective opinions like, oh, you would like to use this product 
Would you pay to use this product? If this product does this, do you use it? Do you like this feature? It's a bit biased, right? We want to remove the bias. So I asked the tool if he knew the book. Then the conversation started. Basically, I asked if it could enumerate the principles. Then I took my questions. I prompt the questions and I said, okay, please validate the question based on principles and give me some feedback if the questions are not that good so I can adjust them. So it gave me some feedback. Please improve this. It's not clear. It's, it's a bit biased. And after I was revalidating and revalidating, I got a final feedback and I was good to go, basically. And the old way of doing this, if I compare before the ChatGPT error, Probably I'll be having a call with you or somebody else that understand the context of product and will say, hey, Nunu, what do you think about this question? Do you think it fits well? I mean, I'm quite biased on the context. Uh, and you will say, yeah, probably you should change this. Probably you should do that. Oh, my experience, I tried this and it didn't work. In some way, I'm getting answers faster. I'm getting an assistant that knows my a bit of my story. It doesn't know everything because it's not saving the whole memory that it has with me. But in, in some sense, it's kind of a, a quick assistant to help us on that. Nevertheless, in the end, I believe that human relationships and sharing experiences, sharing knowledge in a community, it trumps totally what the tool can do. The tool cannot replace the power of being a, in a group of people that can share experiences. Do you think that, for example, Normally, people that are in a market or in the industry for like 20, 30, 40 years, one of their selling points is exactly that. Like, oh, I've been in this industry for 40 plus years and I will bring my experience to help you solve your problems. Do you believe that like in the future, you will have like, I have this AI in my company that has been doing product management for like uh, 1,000 years now. So she will be like the <laughs> best AI to help you uh, with product management. Do you think that like these kind of products will appear in the future like ai is trained for a lot of years doing something that they will be like so good and have so many information about something that you will sell it as a product to someone but this for like then very specific tiny things like yeah i have an ai that's very specific on car carburetors i don't know anything yeah. that's very interesting because like i was mentioning in the beginning of our conversation Probably in the future, it will be you plus the tools comes with you, right? If you think about this, if you apply to a job, you're starting a job, or you're a consultant. We were both a consultant some years ago. You're selling your experience, basically, your knowledge. And that knowledge depends on the real experience you had on the field, like the stories you have to tell, what you saw, how you can fix X, Y, Z, depend on solutions. So if you transpose this to an AI world, you could have tools that over the years build experiences based on different inputs from different people, different industries. I don't know. Depends on how you train this. And and yeah, they can really give you some insights, real insight that the consultant and somebody that says, oh yeah, I have 25 years of marketing experience. The thing is that 25 years ago, marketing was quite different than today. I mean, the principles are the same and probably the tool is prepared for the new challenge better than a human being that is now trying to keep up with the trends, right? So we are probably starting an era where selling your knowledge is not enough. Selling your experience is not enough because we really have to have that extra mile, that shiny thing that 
because the tool can guide you and guide somebody that has less experience to you. On the other side of the coin, uh, an idiot with a good tool is still an idiot. So we cannot rely only on the tools. But I believe that we can be, as human beings and professionals, enhanced with these tools that are trained over the years, with your stories, your memories, things that you forget about it. Probably, yeah, like you're saying, we could have in the future tools that are teaching us to do certain things. Like when you go to YouTube or you go to a course, you can have tools teaching you to do certain things because they are trained to do that. And they are really good trained to do that. But what I think the, the utopy thing here is that if you could have one tool trained for teaching you in certain topics, one tool trained to create you PowerPoints, whatever, one tool trained to guide you on user discovery because you're a product manager and having all those tools talking to each other, like a human team, I mean, that's like amazing. I mean, it's, I think about the, the things you can do with this. It's, it's crazy. Having a, a team of intelligent tools talking with each other and each one are specialized like human beings or specialized different skills. I mean, what can yeah, be the outcome that, of that? It's crazy. Yeah, I, I think there are funny times ahead of us and I'm curious to see what happens. And uh, I even would say that data is now even more important than ever because with this AI tool, it's like garbage in, garbage out. So mm -hmm. you need to feed them good information. So let's see where this led us because at the same time, the internet is also a place with a lot of information that is not that reliable. And that's where is, for example, that's why sometimes ChatGPT is not as accurate as, as it should, right? And sometimes it can uh, be biased, right? Yeah. yeah. We don't know, right? The, the, what's the source of truth, buy. right? Yeah, exactly. And we also need to be careful with that. But uh, at the moment, I'm enjoying the ride. Uh, I'm using it a lot as kind of my personal assistance for my own research to help me in the areas where I know that I don't excel as much. So I use it to, to give me that extra boost in some parts. In the end, if, if it helps me be a better product manager, I'm up for it. Awesome. So Nunu, I believe that's all. Good talk about the present, the past, the present and the future of product management with tools that be, I believe it will enhance how we work and making decisions that are informed decisions. Mm -hmm.